0: have had it all harvey in the deep hey guys this is all black earth thang the podcast where i talk about everything that's all black i'm your host harvey and it is monday so that means we're gonna talk about niggas doing niggas stuff and the nigga stuff that i want to talk about is this film that i recently watched and by recently i mean an hour ago i left the movie theater and i said this is what I'm going to talk about in this episode that's supposed to come out in three hours. <laughs> I am on top of it, guys. I'm talking about no other movie than the photograph starring Issa Rae, Lakeith, Last Name, and many other people. Um, The story, if you don't know what it's about, you should. If you're listening to this podcast, it has been advertised to you a thousand times on Instagram and Facebook. But um the photograph is about um Issa Rae's character, May. Um she her mom just passed away and she is going through her old stuff and she's reading a letter that her mom wrote to her um before she died. And so it's looking into her mom's life because they weren't that close. Um, when she was growing up and so it's her, um, kind of reconnecting with her mom through this photograph and, um, with Keith's last name, um, he is writing a article about her mom and, um, how, what her life was like, I guess, I don't, I'm not sure how to explain it, but basically they meet each other to talk about Issa Rae's mom. And then they fall in love and it is so beautiful. And just so you guys know, I'm not going to put any spoilers out because it just came out on Valentine's Day, which is perfect that this black movie came out during Black History Month and it came out on Valentine's Day because it is a romantic movie. Okay, yes. So some things that I noticed in this blackity black film is that number one, everybody black everybody is black the only time a a white person spoke it was a white woman who paid Ooh, okay we are creaking and crackling today um it's the white woman who played um lakeith lakeith's boss the boss of lakeith um and that was played by the girl who played gina on brooklyn nine nine so i support her having six lines in this film everybody else who spoke any words was blackity black oh yes the niggas were abundant in this film it made me so happy and it wasn't like disney channel black where it's like oh you have two percent chocolate in you so uh you're the cultural representation no Everybody was black. Everybody had all different skin tones and shades. There was one, maybe two, depending on what people consider to be when dark skin turns into brown skin, turns into light skin. There's like two light skin people. But if if you're like me, where brown skin turns into light skin, there's only one light skinned person on this cast. And everybody else, chocolate, caramel nutmeg what does okay i don't know what nutmeg looks like it's brown it, it's brown dang it okay yes um i loved that about it and what i loved about it was like all these black black people were in this blackity black film and nobody nothing wild was happening it, there was no oh girl oh snap kind of moment But it was still, it was like the point of the film was to be beautiful, not to be like jarring. Um, There was no secret baby mamas. There was no um, dang on, oh, he's going to jail. Nobody had a sordid past. Like it was just really beautiful and just really natural. These people were living their regular, regular lives and fell in love. It was like a heightened hallmark movie it wasn't as like it wasn't like all stereo like you know you got know how hallmark movies are um jenna it goes back home to uh sell the bakery from her parent that from her dead parents but then she's like actually i want to open the bakery and then mark the fireman comes by and they're in love but they didn't like each other at first because she's a businesswoman it? Eh it's it's kind of like that but like way better like an actual movie should be um it's it's really driven the plot is driven by the these relationships um between Issa and Issa's character May and her mother Catherine yeah I didn't write any notes about people's names and I didn't look it up before I came here because you all have Google so May and Catherine, Catherine died. So uh, everything that we see of Catherine are through flashbacks when May is reading the letter that she left her. And so, oh, another thing about it, these flashbacks are just to the 1980s. These aren't flashbacks to the Jim Crow era. In the flashbacks, there's not some white man saying, boy, you need to go inside now. Like, it's just, the flashbacks are just about Catherine and Isaac oh yes you guys I have a great memory Catherine and Isaac falling in love and it's 1980s but it's also Louisiana so like everybody knows systemic racism is there it informs how black people move through this life but like it's not the main point like the only reason why I'm saying anything about it because that's what I'm thinking about all the time is systemic racism how it's affecting the blacks but like if you're like a regular person and you're not like me you're just like oh they're falling in love this whole night oh my gosh wow um uh la, 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 la. you guys I promise I prepared for this um what some things that I liked about the film um first of all first of all the first time you see Issa Rae whoo, baby she got a silk press Okay, yes. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Whoever was in charge of hair for the photograph needs to be in charge of hair for any Tyler Perry thing slash needs to be in charge of hair for um, family reunion on Netflix because everybody everybody in this world knows that Issa Rae has short hair. Issa Rae likes having short hair. When I tell you, Issa's, Issa Rae's hair was down her back And if I was a normal person, I would have been like, wow, Issa Rae got some long hair. But as you all know, I'm always like, well, of course, it's not her hair. Issa Rae has always had short hair. But the way that it blended, Jesus, oh my gosh. I would love for my sewing to look like that. And I know that they paid that hair person money, okay? When I tell you that silk press was silk pressed okay those ends stayed clipped okay it was beautiful honestly a work of art speaking of art the art in this film oh my gosh when you go into Issa's apartment and you see there's all this black and african art on the walls and it's not like generic art that you get from Freaking Foreman Mills, like no shade to Foreman Mills. Actually, shouts out to Foreman Mills because they be having black art, but like you can see that it was specifically picked for this film. Um, that there's this black art by these black artists on the walls to give them that um highlight in the film. Um, the writing, the writing, the writing and the dialogue. Then that's, this is, like, shouts out to the writers, but also shouts out to the actors. Like, it was so natural. Like, these are things that people say out loud to each other. It's not, like, stiff so many times. Like, who I, the, I don't want to, I don't want to praise this movie by putting down other movies. But, like, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, but everything is, like, it's just so beautiful and natural. Um, the man who played uh Issa Rae's mom's boyfriend back in the day. Oh, I really should have looked up his name. That is a beautiful chocolate man. Um, he he was in She's Got to Have It on Netflix, the season two, and he was beautiful then, and he was he was beautiful today. Good job, good job being beautiful, chocolate man. I don't know what I wrote. Caught a oh what I love what I love okay so there's a scene it's a hurricane in New York City all right the wind is a rushing and uh, the rain is a falling down and the lights go out at Issa Ray's apartment so Issa Rae and Lakeith they gotta get out of town they gotta evacuate because it's a hurricane and so they're going and they're rushing across the street and they almost get hit by this taxi cab and it's like Oh my gosh! And so then they stop the cab, and he's like, "Hey, we're going uptown. Can you take us uptown?" And the, oh, okay, yes, you guys, I am in a basement. This is no secret to anybody. Ignore everything you hear in the background. So they um tell they tell the man that they're going uptown, and the man's like, "Yeah, hop in." To normal people, that would seem like a normal time. Like they said they need to go somewhere in the cab and the cab took them. To me, who is always looking out for some racism, I think that that scene was very intentional. I've not read anything that said if that scene was intentional or not, but it had to be intentional. Why? Because it is a known fact that in New York City, A black man cannot catch a cab in the rain. You have heard that phrase before, okay? Black people can't catch a cab in the rain in New York City. And you're telling me in the year of 2020 in the film, The Photograph, these two black people caught a cab in a hurricane? Yes, just give me hope. Just give me hope because they could have framed that scene in any way. Issa Rae could have owned a car. Issa Rae could have easily owned a car. She, Her character was an art curator, okay? A curator at, I think it's called, uh, it was the Queens Museum? It was, it's a big museum. She's a curator, okay? That girl can afford a car in New York City, okay? Lakeith could have had his car. He's a journalist. He could have had his car in New York City. They could have caught a lift in New York City, but no, they caught a cab in the rain. That was, that was intentional, and it was just like this little nod to a thing. I saw it. Um, somebody who knows Issa Rae, tell her that I saw it, and I enjoyed it. Um, page flip. Everybody just has a good job. Lakeith, he, he's out here being a journalist. Issa Rae is an art curator. Black people curating art. Black people, you can do whatever you want to do, okay? You can have whatever job you want to have because Issa Rae's out here curating art and she has a cute silk press and so can you. Um, Issa Rae's mom, um, she goes, she's a photographer and you can tell that she w- she got successful because her house is big in New York City. It is a tall home. And if you've ever been to New York City, and you said you're a photographer. What you expect their house to look like is a shoebox. But she had a big old house. So everybody here is successful. Nobody's struggling. Nobody's like being oppressed. People are just trying to live life and fall in love. in this movie is so beautiful. And everybody should watch it. And the last thing I do want to say about this film is that the soundtrack was on point okay especially for the back in the day scenes the soundtrack for the back in the day scenes was like okay it is saturday morning it is like nine fifty three in the morning and your mama is taking you to the hair salon because you got to get a perm now remember you are a child you are not in charge of your hair you have not experienced the natural hair movement so it is perm time it's been um six weeks and it is perm usually it's time to get permed up and so it's saturday morning and you know when you go into the hair salon it's not a hair salon for the children the hair salon is always for the grown-ups so what are they playing if you're from flint they're playing channel 92.7 the best variety of r&b in today's hits or whatever i haven't listened to 92.7 in a decade i do not remember what the slogan is so they're playing all the whole hits oh it is so good okay you guys that oh this is long y'all i gotta start putting the clock in front of me and not behind me um that's the end of the show this is all by girl harvey you can follow me on all the social medias at harvey the money on instagram all in words though correctly and harvey dash the melanin goddess on facebook with spaces all in between those words i do have a show coming up it's harvey's cartoon cabaret and it's 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 a clean show but it's not like for the kids it's not like hey boys and girls we're gonna like no it's like all your favorite songs from your favorite cartoons growing up Plus the songs from these cartoons that are out now that are actually really boppity bops. I'm going to be singing it. I got my friends on it. We're going to be singing and having a great time. There will be prizes. There will be fun. Everybody should come out. It is on February 28th. There's more information on that on my Instagram. And tickets are only $5. Don't say there ain't nothing doing in Flint when I'm giving you a $5 show. Which, honestly, you should be paying more for because hashtag so i'm just gonna leave you guys with some advice because i know without me your lives would be a wreck and today's advice is this girl you need to love yourself the way children love old town road bye